So, John, you've just sent me a link to a, a place on Amazon where they are selling Portal the Cake Mix. Yep. They say that it is officially licensed. This is magnificent. It is. It is. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm not sure how to react, really, aside from just that it's there. Rewarding candles included. Does it come with a code that you put into the game and, and you can actually eat the cake during the game? That would be funny. Would cake be awesome. is the truth. I don't know anymore. We could have it be a fictional town. Actually, I think it might even be better if it is a fictional town. They're coming to get me now, apparently. Oh, no. <laughs> They've made the signal. We encourage the casual F-bomb just to keep him awake during the editing process. So. Yes, they encourage that, yeah. Ah. <laughs> I, I had it right. I'm amazed. So I will. And even uh, if I w- you didn't, I believe you anyway. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trusting. That's awesome. Excellent. I have some bridges I'd like to show you later, mm. but that's beside the point. Um, I have several of them. Yes, and they're all for sale. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm really hearing the heartbeat again. I heard it too. Yeah. Okay, Kent. That's you. <laughs> really? <laughs> Something is coming for you, Kent. <laughs> we can hear its heartbeat thrumming. Over the Skypes. It's gone now. <laughs> oh, it's still you, there. You probably hear my fan. That's probably what it is. Oh, well, I'm glad one of us has a fan. Here, let me turn it off and see if it goes away. Uh, what about now? Did it go away? Yeah. I don't hear it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's uh, the fan going wom, wom. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. We thought it was the heartbeat of the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Mighty <laughs> internet. Thought, I thought Kent was dropping the bass. I didn't really know. <laughs> dropping um, the bass. No, dubstep kitty, don't. Welcome to Crucible of Realms. I'm Jim. I'm John. And I'm Kent. And today our guest is David Subkoyak. Hello, sir. Hey, how are you guys? Doing well, thank you. Excellent. Good. Thank you very much. Excellent. Glad to have you on here. For folks who may not be familiar, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, I am a writer and podcast producer and audio drama writer. I have a few books for sale on uh Amazon.com short stories. Uh, most of my original work was done with BrokenSea.com with audio drama. But I also co-produced a shared novella with Laura Frechette, Prisoners of the Alliance, uh, a few years back. And uh, just glad to be here. Awesome. Now let us proceed on to why we are here, which is... Well, not philosophically, because that'll take forever. But uh, why we are on this podcast, which is to do us some setting building. So, uh, yes, we'll need to kind of come up with a bit of a concept and see where it goes and sort of shape that into a thing. First off, does anybody have anything they want to throw out, or shall I start looking at the list? Did our guests have an idea? No. No, I think let's go straight to the list. Right. The list it is, then. I've got John's list here in front of me first, so I'll go ahead and start with that one this time. Let's see, I've got a place where time is broken. I've got a small town where there is nothing, in quotes, going wrong. <laughs> a superhero world where the villains have secretly won. A realms at war zone that pits the inhabitants of some of uh, some other worlds against one another. A high fantasy, high magic world where all of the magic has suddenly gone away. And I've got a world where time travel is common and the inhabitants fight to maintain a stable timeline. Are any of those piquing anyone's interests? I think the most challenging would be a small town where nothing at all is going on. Mm-mm. 
You know, that might be interesting. We try to do something where it's like uh, there, there is a desperate uh, ploy at normality, and then that would also be a regional thing, which we haven't done a regional thing in a while. That kind of sounds like that could be cool. What do you guys think? Sure, let's give a stab at it. That works. Okay. So, John, did you have any thoughts when you uh, when you put that on the list about kind of how you sort of saw it? I guess, as I recall, it's been a long time since I wrote any of that stuff. The idea was that there is lots going on. It's a still waters, you know, run deep kind of situation where there's lots of things going on, but it appears nothing is going on. I don't know. But, but I mean, we can okay. flip that. There's a lot going on, but no one's talking about it. I kind of like that idea, actually, that there's some sort of massive secret thing that maybe people in the town know about it, but it's like it's never spoken of. And so when outsiders come into town, they everything looks kind of normal, but everyone's acting strangely normal, perhaps. Mm-hmm. So uh, a Twin Peaks-ish. Yeah, I'm kind of seeing something not unlike that. And Small Town would definitely work for that. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think we can uh, we can chisel something like that out? Sure. Sure. It'll be interesting, okay. yeah. Well, there are a couple of things we'll need to decide, but the lodestone we're probably going to want to grip onto here will be something, you know, what what the underlying thing is. So we're going to probably want to figure that out. <laughs> um, and uh, we're also probably going to want to figure out where we're setting this vaguely, at least. We could have it be a fictional town. Actually, I think it might even be better if it is a fictional town. Where do you guys want to put this? Do you want to do like a suburbia type thing, or do you want to do this as like a... Uh, I'm thinking um, someplace out in rural. Nowhere or, I'm thinking someplace yeah. very rural. Not backwoods, per se, but someplace a little off the beaten path. Maybe a small town where it used to be next to a main thoroughfare, but the interstate highway system came through, and now almost ah. no one goes through this area anymore. And Cool. Oh, yeah. Are we thinking maybe, uh, do we want to go, say, like, I'm going to get very general for a second here, but flatland, mountainous, or are we thinking hilly, or are we thinking... Uh, woodsy. Woodsy. Yeah. Woodsy. woodsy. Okay. So lots, of, lots of cool things can happen in the woods, like okay. shadows and things. Creeping creatures and... Yeah. Okay. You see out of the corner of your eye, but when you turn to look, they're not there anymore. Interesting. Yeah, I'm actually getting the impression that this might be something kind of sort of horrific and fantastical that might be going on under the surface, just sort of listening to the descriptions here. We don't have to go that way, but that sounds like that's somewhere we might be leaning. So maybe that's talk- maybe that's what everyone thinks it is, but really it's not. We could do that too. So are we talking <laughs> out west somewhere, like North Dakota maybe, or Pacific Northwest? I don't know. I felt as though we spent all of our Pacific Northwest tokens in that one episode <laughs> that we did early on. That was like number two, wasn't it? it might that, was have been like, I, that was number four. So we could take northeast, like uh, Maine or Vermont. Ooh. The Maine woods. Mm-hmm. Could do that. I'm not familiar yeah. with that area. Have any of you guys been up there? Yeah, a couple times. I've been to the cities up there, but I haven't gotten into the uh, into we, the woodsy portions. Well, like I mean, because the Appalachian Trail ends up there, and mm-hmm. ah, okay. There's like a big park there that's where the Appalachian Trail ends. You literally can't drive to this park. The closest you can drive is like 25 miles away or something like that. It's a really weird state park out in the middle of nowhere. Huh. Okay. So, yeah, Maine works. Let me see we can, here. We, we could even do on the coast, even. Do we want to get slightly uh, Innsmouthy here? Or are we going to get uh, Lovecraftian? Or are we going to get... Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Or maybe it's something where it's like that kind of thing is hinted at. But, again, I, I also like the idea of that that's not really what's going on. <laughs> that maybe there's, a, maybe there's a layer that makes people think there's something creepy and supernatural going on. But, <clears throat> in fact, um, it's really... actually either something more mundane or something more in a sci-fi vein. There's a misdirect, and it's aliens. 
Indians all along. It could, we could do that. <laughs> <laughs> and they would have gotten away with it, except for those it meddling kids. Those meddling kids, yeah. <laughs> meddling FBI agents. They're everywhere. Then and they're super eight. <laughs> yeah. How dare they? How dare they? I mean, yeah. if you look at northern Maine, up you know near the Canadian border, it's yeah. chilly. Lakes and cold. It's lakes and woods and ice. Yeah, no, oh no roads. You know. Yeah, I got it that time. <laughs> the the trail kind of terminates at it says here Mount Katahdin. Mount Katahdin, yeah, Baxter yeah. State Park. Yeah. Baxter. And so I'm not saying setting it right there, but... Well, they have a wonderful... The the last leg of the Appalachian Trail into Mount Katahdin is called the 100-mile wilderness. Ooh, okay. And you literally don't... They're like you won't cross an improved road for the last hundred miles or something like that. It's uh, oh okay. I'm liking so this we, area. The hundred mile wilderness. Yeah, there we go. So we want to throw it in somewhere around there. Maybe that there was the the town was set up there. Maybe there was supposed to be something going there, but it turned out there was nothing going there. <laughs> Uh, sure. Basically. Like you can only get there by hiking. You want to do it that right. way? Or it could have been to... a mining town. There are all sorts of possibilities. Or a ski resort that was going to be and didn't make it. <laughs> there you go. You know, I like the ski resort idea. <laughs> Just because I don't think I've seen a haunted ski resort before. I don't think so either. Well, um, there's The Shining. Oh, well, they, well, okay. There is The Shining, yes. But that wasn't a ski resort. That was just like a rich man's. But, it, you know, it's kind of a similar area, I think, but or just, you know, weather-wise. But, yeah, I get what you're saying. Maybe something that was supposed to be set up as like a uh, a resort and it just sort of tanked. And, uh, the dot-com bubble burst. Yes. Lost their funding. <laughs> lost their funding. This is something that maybe they just built it up just before the turn of the 21st century and... <laughs> it all went to pot. It all went to hell. The investors pulled out and it was no longer going to be a tourism site. <laughs> they realized getting people there would be a little <laughs> bit hard. It's flipping cold here. I like that idea, though. I think we can play with that. It's because that says that section of the Appalachian Trail is crossed by several logging roads and is maintained by the Maine Appalachian Trail Club. Nice. A small corridor of protected wilderness surrounded by large tracts of public and private land controlled by paper companies. I, it says that it does get up into the mountains, and I'm going to assume that there are going to be times of year when it is snowy up there. Oh, yeah. Because it is Maine. So that'll be interesting. Okay, so there are two things I can see <laughs> off the bat, at least, that we're going to need to tackle. Okay. Um, and there are a couple different ways we can go at this. Weird stuff and people. So we're going to need to tackle some of that. We are also going to need to figure out what the underlying thing is. Now, I guess my question to you, and we can go back and forth with this, uh, you know, and, and, you know, hop back and forth in time if we need to, but do we want to tackle the weird stuff, the people, or the underlying thing first? I've got a couple ideas for the underlying thing or things. Okay. Well, why don't we play with that a little bit and then uh, just sort of build from that outward, so that way, once we know what the underlying thing is, then we can see how it would kind of conceal itself and go from there. All right. What you got? So, we're pretty close to Canada here, and Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that there's a bit of smuggling going on. That that's what's really keeping this town going is this illegal trade with something in Canada. I'm not sure what it is. Okay. Uh, maybe there's natural resources, some sort of Smuggling occurring maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, couldn't resist. I know it's, it's maybe, been in the news recently. It's yeah. been a problem. <laughs> maybe there's some sort of naturally occurring foliage. I don't know something in maybe maybe they just have lots of drugs growing in the woods and they're smuggling it up into Canada. Ah. Oh, it's going that way. 
Okay. It's going to Canada from this small town. Uh, yeah. since, you know, the st- yes. It is America that infects Canada. That's how it goes, John. Oh. Always. Are you not aware ah. of that? Yeah. <laughs> Evidently, the U.S. infects everyone. Um, I'm thinking, you know, we can have a little bit of that. I'm thinking, you know, maybe there's, you know, in a Twin Peaks-esque type way, there's some human trafficking as well. I actually did not see enough of Twin Peaks to see the human trafficking portion. Well, of- it was more just a, a brothel, but it was oh, over okay. the border or something. Yeah. Okay, yes. Right, and... Gotcha. Right. Uh, well, and there were people, there were young women who were becoming prostitutes eventually against their will. They weren't allowed to leave. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. so, yeah that's cool. That's cool. So are, are we sending prostitutes to Canada? Is that how this works? <laughs> I think maybe. Well, getting, are we, tra- are we trading the drugs for the prostitutes? Maybe, maybe, maybe they're bringing them down. Okay. So we send up the drugs and they send us prostitutes. That's okay, so, uh, the mundane so like side, a, right? So do we want to say that these smugglers are essentially, they are the thing that is going on, or is there another the thing that is going on? I am perfectly happy to make it the smugglers. I just want to know if there are any other ideas floating around that we want to play with. I think there has to be something in the woods. Yeah, Sasquatch. Some sort of something in the woods. Part of an old, old town mythos type stuff. Urban legend, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So maybe, um, maybe they're like these, <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story now. I was uh, <laughs> once upon a time. Um, I was in a Call of Cthulhu campaign. It was actually being run by my friend Mark, who was a guest on one of the former episodes that we've had here, one of our previous episodes. And we went up to this place called Tiger County. We weren't sure where it was, but it was covered in snow. And there were these sort of yeti-like things with these mouths that were kind of—I I don't want to say tentacly exactly—but they opened in more than one direction. <laughs> and they had claws that did similar things, and they were horrifying. And it was wonderful. And there was but, rejoicing. Yay! But anyway, <laughs> the purpose of this story is that I'm thinking maybe there is a some sort of like uh, either Sasquatchish or some sort of Yeti-ish thing. Maybe there's something that, uh, against the laws of nature, hibernates during the summer and comes out in the winter Ooh. and comes to get people. It cannot be Old Man Jenkins. Oh, yeah. all right. And since winter's like nine months of the year, it should be fairly easy. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's kind of yeah, I kind of got that going. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's going to be most active during those four months in the middle, but there are signs of it before and after, and then it's like coming. During, yep, <laughs> never it is. It um, cleans up all the campsites left unattended. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually the janitor. It's just it's uh, the park ranger. It's the park yeah. ranger. So all that's left of him. He's turned into this creature whose only purpose is to clean up the campsite. Although I do almost like the idea of it as some sort of warden. Maybe the natives thought of it as a kind of a warden to be feared, but also to be respected and venerated and not uh, sought after. Yes, exactly. That's really, I, I think, the thing. And of course, people will end up going after it because you know that's how this goes. So let's see. There's a lot of hunting in this area too. Yep. Oh yeah. But uh, when is hunting season in that area does anyone know i think it's from january through december they get one week off at the end of may for a holiday yeah, that's, uh, that sounds like there's quite a lot of room for working that out there then yeah my See. apologies to anyone from northern maine <laughs> Too late. <laughs> They'll be far more offended by the time we're done with them. Actually, we if you're from Maine, we love you. We really do. And uh, we, we only hope that these placative statements we are making will in some way help to assuage the tears that come as a result of listening to this episode. Wow. Uh, they have a very complex schedule on their yeah. seasons, actually. Very. I'm so surprised. Like, you could only do archery from September 29th to October 26th, and muzzleloader statewide is from November to December. 
<laughs> November 26th to December 1st. Well, wow. clearly all of these restrictions are in place because they don't want you to find the Yeti. Exactly. Yep. Firearm season, October 29th to November 24th. There's some in April, too. Oh, that's the hunt. spring wild. Yeah. We have deer, deer bear. bear, moose, sorry, ruffed grouse and bobwhite quail, mm-hmm. pheasant, mm-hmm. spring wild turkey, mm-hmm. WMDs. So apparently they're turkeys <laughs> magic. I just saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not. They have nerve gas. Maybe that's what's maybe that's what's going on. Is the, the turkeys have WMDs? <laughs> the turkeys have the mustard gas, and we're in trouble. <laughs> Come April, stay indoors. Fall two, wild turkey, woodcock, common snipe. Two bearded wild turkey with the appropriate permits. I think that's uh-huh. the the amount you're allowed. Bearded. Yes, two bearded wild turkey. So, mm. you know, if they still have a five o'clock shadow only, then you <laughs> they're, can't. They're hit. right out. Oh, but yeah. you're right. For grouse, lynx, cottontail rabbits, no season. Yeah. It's always Just open season. Open. Ah. Coyote, woodchucks, porcupines, and red squirrels are all free year round, too. Season. January through December was slightly was accurate. Yeah. The reason I asked about this, <laughs> I, I did have a reason. <laughs> You just took us down a tangent. Uh, and also, apparently, the moose also have WMDs, according to this list, but I digress. But, no, the reason I asked about this, and I'm very pleased you found this list, actually, is because I was thinking that maybe there is a type of animal that people go after, and it will be in the hunting of this animal, traditionally, in stories of this type, that one comes across signs of the big bad that's, you know, in the woods. Yeah. Hey, now, this is cool. Is that you can hunt gray squirrels with falcons. Ooh, Between cool. October 1st and February 28th. That is awesome. And well, if you're just going to do it yourself, you can only do it through December 31st. So you get two full months if you're doing it with your falcon. So it just basically it encourages falconry. Yep. Is yep. basically what are saying here. Okay. And you and, can get four of them daily with an eight-count match. For the it actually book. gives me a thought about a possible character later, but we'll play with that when we Ooh. come down to it. In the falconer. Yes, there will have to be a crazy falconer at some point. I was thinking that, too. Um, <laughs> this is vitally important. <laughs> the crazy falconer is the keystone of any setting like this. He knows what's um, going on. That's right. <laughs> knows all and sees all. He's really the same out of, one. Out the of the story. remaining eye, yes. Out of the um, remaining eye. <laughs> The other one? That's how these tropes work. But anyway, do we want the outraged hunting group to be around mostly in the summer or in the winter? Oh, winter, of course. Okay. Uh, If we're going for the dead of winter, we're looking at deer. Mostly deer, actually, it looks Mm -hmm. like. Or possibly, you know, the coyote, woodchuck, porcupine, red squirrel. Yes, because that's um, all season long. Or possibly one animal, which would be terrifying. But The uh, common snipe. Wow. <laughs> and actually, I've just had another idea. I'm going to write that down really quickly. Snipe <laughs> hunt. So do you want to say that basically they're a deer hunter type folk? Well, pheasant and quail are October 1 to December 31st, so that should be good. Okay. So yeah, so some of them are hunting uh, quails and pheasants, and some mm. of them are hunting deer. Thank God we're staying away from the wild so, spring turkey. And the reason I bring that up, then, is if we decide on that, well, yes. So maybe this thing is some sort of a, uh, stay with me now. So maybe this creature is some sort of a flying antlered thing. Ooh, wow. I've heard of a jackalope, but not a... Flying? Yeah, flying. Perhaps. Bird wings. Maybe it can't fly so much as it can kind of glide. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Why there would be such a thing as an antler glider, I have no idea. But if we can't figure it out through nature, we can just say it's from beyond, and then that'll that'll fix it. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's always how that works. 
And I'm sorry, I can't, I can't take it anymore. I have to say it now because it's going to burst out of my chest if I don't say it. I've also been picturing ever since I looked down at that line with all the different animals written on it, that maybe one of the quote-unquote important people in this town, for whatever reason, is someone who is on the surface a taxidermist, but is in fact making patchwork creatures. Oh. And that's where the oh. antler gliding thing comes from. Our it own is. Dr. Moreau. Quite possibly. Yes. There's like a, I think a Dr. Moreau type probably who has, at least has a connection to the antler gliding thing. Uh, might have created it, might not have. Uh, created he created its parents. Oh, that oh was they're breeding. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's the scary part. Okay, so it's, this is actually a species. So this is what they discover at the end of like the second season. That's... Um, <laughs> 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 There's moved, more than the one. <laughs> we've moved there on are, to season two. Yes, all right. you have to save that for season two. That's vitally important. I, I think that there's also a, like a they're big into snowmobiling. The, the antler glider creature? No, no, no. The whole area. The, uh, okay. Yeah. If you don't own a snowmobile, you're not a main resident. <laughs> okay. And yeah, and I can a see house, there being, a like, car, and a snowmobile. Those are like. I can see there being like some sort of rotary club or something that. Well, uh, that's probably where the skiing mm-hmm. started. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. There's this, we've got to play with the resort some, too. We've got That's to have, right. Uh, we almost yeah. forgot about the... We, we almost the forgot about the premise. <laughs> <laughs> you got carried away by antler gliders, and we just sort of lost it. So before we wander too far afield here, the thing behind the thing is, A, there are smugglers, and B, there is a, this sort of Dr. Moreau type, I guess, creating all of these horrifying creatures, one species of which has learned to reproduce and is now generating these horrifying giant antler glider things. Uh, oh, now they're giant. Well, they may be Yeti-like slightly. I don't know. There's an animal that's very small that's a glider, and actually a friend of mine collects them, the sugar glider, ah. um, which, uh, and... Uh, well, and there are flying squirrels, or they call them yeah. animals. Yeah, and sort of squirrel-related things. I was thinking maybe something kind of like that, only very big and with antlers. So a bear that can go out with with antlers. 800-pound bear. (laughs) What if it's not necessarily big? What if there's just a legion of them? We could do that. I was going to say, yeah. This this pack of sugar gliders flying out of the sky, darkening the skies. So are they are, are they like jackalope kind of things where so we're talking I think so I, I think they're a bit bigger than regular uh, okay. so, uh, sugar gliders okay. actual sugar gliders live in Australia so I mean this is a very very different climate so it's it's not really that kind of beast but it's kind of like it Arctic sugar gliders. Yes, these are like Arctic gliders. Uh, I would I would say maybe they're about. You, you want to say put them at the size of what raccoons? Maybe of a little bigger. Of unusual size. There you go. Yes. Unusual size. Yes. G O U S S. I was thinking maybe about raccoon size or so. Is that you can? Yeah, that that's fine. Actually, a little little larger wouldn't hurt too. That way, it can instill fear into like the bigger so, dogs and so like and the so wolves. big enough so big enough to beat up a cat. Yes. Um, oh yeah. And to hold its own in a fight with the Basset Hound. Yes, <laughs> there, you go. there you go. Okay. That gives me a good picture about a, about of how big this thing is. And uh, I'm assuming that it probably has, like, the white fur. On the, underneath, I just sent a picture of a flying oh, squirrel. Oh, yeah, yes, that's, gonna, that's very good. I was going to yes. say you'd want it underneath. Yeah. Imagine if that thing had vicious claws and fangs <laughs> and antlers. <laughs> And I think we're getting close <laughs> to what we're looking for here. And they're about, <laughs> you know, and they run in packs of 
you know, 20 or 30. <laughs> that would be, that's the dangerous part. Yes. That, there's there's I, not just I, one. It's the 19 behind it you have to worry about. Yes. That's right. Okay. I can definitely see that is, uh, yes. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> I can see that the campers are out. They're like, oh, what a cute little squirrel. Let's feed him. And all of a sudden, wow. <laughs> you know, they're all like. <laughs> Here. Exactly. Foam, foam, foam. And then. <laughs> One other thing that I think we may want to address with this Dr. Moreau figure Mm -hmm. is what is he tapping into? Um, Is there a greater underlying thing that he or she is playing with? Mostly, I think I I ask this because that way, if in some scenario or or other, this guy gets gacked, there can still be threats in this area. When inevitably his creatures turn on him. Yeah, when when his creatures (laughs) turn on him at the end of season four. Um, (laughs) Or whenever this is that it happens. (laughs) It'll be on. It'll actually be on season three when they're trying to get a fourth season. Oh uh, yes, that's right. That's yeah. when they'll they'll try to jump the shark or something. We need to avoid shark jumping as much as possible. So uh, that's why I was thinking there might be some sort of thing underlying that he is either looking at or tapping into, or that he has stumbled across that is allowing him to make this work. Uh, you could go the easy route of saying it's some sort of occult activity. Yeah, it's something in the woods. He found Easily. something in the woods. In some sort of primordial ooze mm. bubbling up. We could play with that. Do we want to throw in structures of ancient pre-humanoid cults or uh, things of that nature, or do we not want to dive that deep? Yeah. Uh-oh. We could do a Cthulhu... Cthulian? Cthulhi? I don't Sure. Cthulhi, Cthuloid. Cthulhu-esque. But it's something, maybe maybe shades of Lovecraft. I don't think we need to heavily define it, but so, say maybe there is some sort of, it's not necessarily a cult per se, but maybe it's just a thing that he eventually doing his work out there discovered. Maybe he was doing uh, so biological are we, studies. Are we, are we saying that the doctor is using the the now decrepit resort as his base of operation? Or, well, or no, I think, I think that the resort is probably a front at this point. Front for who, though? Well, no, I, well, what, well, whatever it is that we end up throwing well the smugglers probably actually but we'll jump on that when we come to it because this guy i think is remaining hidden i don't want it like in the main town because then why didn't somebody stumble on it before you know yeah well this is northern maine so i mean there's a lot of area that this guy could be hiding out whatever he's doing but didn't we talk about that he was going to be a taxidermist by day Maybe there's a, uh, well, yeah, and I think that maybe he's in the town, and but, you know, you just don't know that it's him until later. Maybe there's a... Uh, so in his room, no, he found this uh, sludge, huh? Uh, primordial ooze? We could play with that, yeah. Sure. Yeah, that'd be good. Either that or on his property, you know, he's got... Yeah, some just something he found on his property eventually. He's got yeah. a farm out of town, you know, that's been in his family a long time, and here's a weird stone circle, and in the <laughs> center of it's a big black pool of ooze. I think we can play with that. I think that'll work. Okay. I'm just trying to get a a sense of where who's which bad guys are oh yeah are, yeah are no, 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 that, where and so i yeah. thought they, i didn't know i think maybe uh i think yeah, maybe he uh he, he has this thing on his property and uh maybe occasionally he hears the ooze speaking to him and uh, the ooze speaketh it whispers and uh, it kind of lets him shape these things if when he uses it properly so 
we have that, and uh, so I guess we could probably then address the thing with the smugglers, uh, because I'm kind of thinking that they're not a red herring per se, but that maybe they are kind of responsible, maybe they're capitalizing on the fact that there is sometimes this terror created by these slider monsters, or uh, they do something to try to, uh, as cover, I guess, maybe it's like during this hunting season that they move their stuff, because everyone else is focused on all the weird crap that's happening. <laughs> Basically. Well, nobody pays attention to people going out on snowmobiles up that way and staying out for days and coming back during hunting season. Here's a thought. This resort, we said that the bubble burst, and so it was probably around the turn of the 21st century that it failed. Was it ever operating? If it was, it was limited, I would imagine. Maybe. This is just an idea. You can feel free to shoot it down if you like. But maybe the smugglers, they have taken up posts as though they are working at the resort, and there's never anyone who comes to the resort anymore. It is a dead business, yeah. but they're still there, and kind of using that as sort of their cover. That they're works. the groundskeepers. Yeah, maybe they're like the groundskeepers <laughs> for the resort. Yeah, and they... I can see that. And they basically are like, yeah, some rich guy from the city has paid us to work here. and Yeah. And then, of course, we can have at some point uh, a tourist actually shows up and wants to ski and hilarity results. Right. So kind of things of that ilk. They're basically uh, just sort of they're keeping the resort, but they uh, anytime they actually have to interact with folks about the resort as a result, <laughs> this is very just sort of arm's length thing going on. <laughs> they're like, oh, yes, uh, you, want to, you want to ski, do you? Right. Uh, well, I'm sure I have the papers here somewhere. Right. Hold on. A minute. <laughs> the slopes are closed for grooming. Yeah, exactly. So I can see that working. So maybe the smugglers are like groundskeepers at the resort. That's good. Hmm, I, I think we should probably flesh this out a little bit more, but there, there are a few more things we could probably throw out. Is there anything else anyone wants to play with that we've been talking about a little bit already? I don't know if there's something in the fact that there are an awful lot of lakes in northern Maine, and it's all because of the glaciers and all that stuff. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't and know if there's something there. Not to mention the taxidermy didn't get it right the first time. So there's all these failed experiments. <laughs> <laughs> there could be that. Or there could be, uh, maybe, there's uh, in one of the lakes, maybe the, the smugglers have put something fake there. Oh, um, like a Loch Ness or something? Yes, yeah. exactly. Like a fake Loch Ness monster. To try and get people to come or go? So like, good... come to the area? so that I they... would think it would be to get people to go. Usually, if you well, put a nasty in a lake, you got a whole bunch of photographers always trying to thought. camp well, out. Let's, and... Well, let's think carefully about this operation. Uh, when these smugglers receive the prostitutes, where do they go? <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds so wrong. Yes, well, <laughs> what is do you do to them? Do you send them out along the Appalachian Trail to find their <laughs> their clients? Or, or are they bringing people there to make use of them? I, I mean, it's... I guess this is a thing where they're selling them to people. Presumably they end up in Portland or... Oh, Portland, Maine. Okay. <laughs> oh, there's right. There, there are, there's more than one Portland, isn't there? Yeah. Despite what the media would have us believe. Okay. Yes. Maybe there is a cover that the resort is technically still operating. Um, oddly enough, the lifts don't function. <laughs> yes, exactly. There's a lot of people showing up to ski, but no skiing going on. I wonder what's everybody's yeah. staying yes. inside. Hmm. Exactly. Well, they're all scared of the sugar gliders. <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> uh, no, the resort's open, but I'm afraid we don't have any customers. Why not? It's glider season. Are you glider. worried about the gliders? Glider yes. Uh, you don't ever want to see the gliders. They get into your soul. <laughs> If you see the gliders, it'll be the last thing you see. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
The gliders took to attacking people on the chairlift, so we had to turn it off. <laughs> Skiing's still pretty good, though. <laughs> so maybe, uh, what do you think? That like at least half to three quarters of the resort is actually shut down, but maybe they're still using that remaining like one quarter to make it seem as though there are still people coming as tourists to ski there, but in fact they're picking up their prostitutes. Mm-hmm. That works. Why not? Yeah. Are there other points of interest or things we want to throw in? We talked about there being oh yeah we we've, we've got a lake beast or at least a pretend lake beast and maybe there's a there, maybe there's a real one floating around out there that the uh, the Dr Moreau guy has created but but it's in a different lake but yeah it's in a different yeah. lake yeah there's lots of, there's lots of lakes out there there's another lake yeah. over there that like oh yeah there's a real monster there. What other stuff do we want to throw into this thing? Uh, obviously, we've got to have a sawmill and a logging industry in the area. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So there's probably some sort of logging union. When we, we sawmills go bad. We, we probably have some undercover Mounties in the area. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yes. Canadian Mounties. Yep, trying to figure out what the hell they're, is going on. They're undercover, but they're <clears throat> nice. Yes, they're all very, very nice, uh, very nice spies. Don't you know, eh? Yes. yes. Don't you know, eh? I like this. Okay. I, I think, well, there's probably not a high school. I was about to say if there was a school, they could have a really good hockey team. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it just struck me. It's like, hey. I'm uh, sure they do. I think they should have like an awesome hockey team yeah. that never leaves. It never goes anywhere. But for some reason, they have an awesome hockey team. <laughs> Now, that would make no sense. And occasionally on the TV show, you see real professional hockey players, you know. Oh, I see. So <laughs> Well, I guess that then, uh, well, this brings up another question of exactly how isolated this town is from the rest of the world. How far behind everything else are they? Uh, do they have internet? Do they have connections with folks? <clears throat> is the only way to get there on the Appalachian Trail and some of these logging roads? Or uh, is it like you have to go on a dirt road to get up there? How, do, how does this work? I'm thinking they're stuck in the 80s. Ooh. The big so their hair is huge and it will be enough to keep <laughs> them warm. Big hair. <laughs> And the really big cell phones. The <laughs> oh, jeez. Yes. Yes, they must have those. Mm-hmm. It's all on an analog system, so nobody can crack the code. And, and the police officers or sheriff or whoever it is, sheriff's office actually has phones in the snowmobiles. <laughs> nice. <laughs> right next to the flare gun. Yes, that's right. Oh. Uh, are we going to just? Why don't we just set the series in the eighties? Then they would have to be stuck in the sixties. Oh, okay. Right. Well, actually, or possibly the fifties. The idea is that they're like thirty years behind. I assume that's what you meant by that, Ken. I think so. Yeah. Well, it's, that's how isolated they could be. You know. Um, well, means. do they have telephone contact with the rest of the world? Yeah, the hard lines are always brought in. Okay, so they have that. They don't really have a highway <laughs> going right. there. AOL still has dial-up service there. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. (laughs) I like this idea. They have Windows 311, you know. (laughs) How do you get up there? Do you just use the logging roads, or is there a, uh, are there like, are there paved roads going up there? Hmm. I think that it's easier to get there in winter than it is in summer. Really? It, that it, is, it should be vice versa. No, because you can, like, the rivers are frozen over and the lakes are frozen over, so you can just drive across them as opposed to in the summer and then the rest of the time, you know, you go on a logging road that might, might have been washed out, those kind of things. 
So I see. Right. I see this. Okay. okay. It's, it's, I can get that. And that actually, but, that's good, though, well, dramatically speaking, because that pushes the focus of everything onto, uh, onto glider season, basically. Right. <laughs> I, I read a book, uh, it was about traveling in Alaska once, called Into the Wild, and, and they talked about, you know, paradoxically, it's easier to go overland in parts of Alaska in the winter because everything's frozen over as opposed to in the spring and the summer where, you know, it's it's soup, those kind of things. So Okay, I can see playing with that. Yep. Okay, so it's a thing where you can get there. It's just, you know, it's a little remote. They have some limited degree of Internet access, but it's not necessarily all that wireless unless you bring it with you. I get this idea in my head. Maybe the smugglers have wireless technology. But right, that's, they, yeah, they, have, they have satellite phones and the whole... State of the art, yeah. They have stuff that they picked up in Canada. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And maybe the, the Mountie spies have wireless technology. Have really, yeah, real Bluetooth. But, they, that's, but, then uh, they, but then they don't have signals, so... No, so there's not really a whole lot uh-huh. they can do with it. Uh, they got it, but... Well, they could they maybe have... It's for when they get into a reception area. There you go. All right, or there's maybe there's one station that the smugglers have set up, but you have to actually <laughs> find that frequency to make that work. Or and, that would, and that would be at the resort. Yeah. Yes. That's a... Yep. Oh, and maybe that's what's leading them there. And maybe, yeah, I'd say, and you know, it makes sense that the most high-tech stuff would be at the resort. Yeah. Just simply because that was something that was created during the dot-com boom. Mm. Yeah, I have this vision of they were building the road and, like, parts of the road are finished, but none of the bridges. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And no, that's so, great. That's so the great. road, you know, maybe off of the interstate or whatever is completed to a certain point and there's like no bridge. And you see that on the other side of the bridge, it's complete, too, for several miles. Same thing. None of the bridges ever went in. So there's lots of road. You can make great time except for having to jump the gap, you know, and, and you can have your be running away and go right off the, the road. right. Right. Oh, yeah, that's, have your, that's mandatory. You can have your Dukes of Hazard moment, you know, and yes. oh, <laughs> slow motion under the car shot. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're starting to get a decent amount of stuff here, actually. We haven't even things... touched on the people in the town yet. We haven't. This far as far as people, let's talk about people for a moment. Uh, what manner of types of people we want. We have a Dr. Moreau villainy type. Mm-hmm. We have a deranged falconer who is probably one of the group of hunters. The cleanliness Sasquatch. The clean what? <laughs> yeah, the Sasquatch that goes around and cleans up all the campsites, remember? Oh, I see. <laughs> I, I think anyway. that maybe there should be well well here's a thought. Maybe there's actually a uh an old park ranger or something there you go. that wears a lot of heavy Furs. Furs, there you go. And so people think that he's a Sasquatch. Like a trapper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but people, yeah, or like a trapper or someone who's, maybe he used to be a ranger employed by the resort, mm-hmm. but they let him go when the resort went bust. Yep. But he's still in the area, and, and he's taken to surviving by trapping things. Yeah, sure. Lives off the land. And yeah. he provides the uh, Dr. Moreau guy with bodies. Maybe. Oh. We could, maybe. We could do that. We could do that. We could associate him with that, or maybe he could be a wild card. I don't but, know. And he may not know that that's... I mean, he brings right. the dead bodies there, but he doesn't realize... Oh, yeah, yeah, is. because he brings them the bodies for taxidermy, so right. that's... Right. Ah, it all becomes clear. To sell to the <laughs> tourists and... Yeah, except those few that are there. <laughs> well, they're going to come one day. Yeah, uh, yeah. One day they'll be, and and some do show up every. Uh, a handful of them show up every year for yeah. some reason. I, I, I imagine hunting season probably brings a good number of. That's true. Yeah, that's true. You've got you've got the hunters coming up and all that, so that's good. And so um, 
So I think that probably this town limps by on the hunting and uh, and the logging. Yeah. Right. It sounds to me that's kind of what's going on here. Are there any other personalities that we want to make sure that we have as far as specific people go? We probably need a guide, like a, a hunting guide. That's going to be a big piece of business. Yep. Okay. You know, so just somebody that experienced hunter that takes people out. And right. He maybe has a hunt. company that yep. just does that. You know. <clears throat> okay. So is this someone separate from the falconer, or is this yeah. the falconer? Mm. No. <laughs> I thought the falconer was like a crazy guy. He is. Yeah. Yes. This is some guy organized and. Oh, maybe this is where we have maybe this is where we have some of our injected normality come in. Yes. And this is okay. someone who is unbelievably normal seeming. Mm-hmm. And probably has some sort of horrifying secret that you find out in season five. So the guide, basically, is what okay. we're looking at here. Okay. So someone who works, I guess, for the town council or something? Yeah, sure. Okay. And, uh, well, he has his own business, but it's, uh, I assume that there's, he's got something going with them. Okay. And, and I guess we need a county sheriff or yeah. magistrate yeah. or something. I'm feeling sheriff. And he also does the hunting licenses and the yeah. uh, the snowmobile licenses, all that. You know, his office has all those. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, let me ask, would there be any other towns in this county or would this be it? This would be it. I think this is it. Okay. Yeah, I, I, we, we, we'd say that, maybe, yeah, you'd have like the county sheriff's office and that'd be about it. But that's, yes, you know, and, he, and he's in town, but that's, yep. uh, but he probably maybe has a deputy. Right. If only that. Works. Yeah, who only works half the time, yeah. and the other half of the time he works at, like, the fish place. I don't know. In the wintertime, he's he's active. In the summertime, doesn't need him, so. Yeah, he has a part-time deputy. Or maybe it's the other way around, since there's all these washed-out roads oh, and stuff, yeah. yeah. Could be, could be, yeah, we could do that. Uh, more of a, a towny type person, like Sally's Ice Creamery and Undertaking. Ah, yes. <laughs> God. Yeah, the only... I like that idea. <laughs> Well, there's not a lot of people, well, so you got to consolidate a, industries. There needs to be a central gathering place. Yeah. And I think that Sally's Ice Creamery and Undertaking is an ideal place for a town like this. We'll keep them on ice while you enjoy our... <laughs> Your frozen <laughs> treat. Your frozen <laughs> treat, yeah. <laughs> That's the name, but it's also a cafe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay, that works. That works very nicely. I like that. Cafe slash ice cream parlor slash, parlor slash drug mortuary. Drugstore <laughs> drug slash mortuary. Yeah, you know. <laughs> the usual type of thing. It's a one-stop shop. <laughs> yes. Perfect. <laughs> I like this. I like this a lot. <laughs> do we want to throw out any more faces here? We do not have a face right now for the smugglers or the loggers or the mounties. Do we want one or do we just leave them as just sort of general groups for that uh, people will play with later? Two of them are really key, like the mounties and the smugglers. They have the smugglers. To be, yeah. We, okay. We do you want faces for them? Oh, yeah. Okay. So do we have any ideas for, say, the lead smuggler type? French. Oh, no, but they're Americans smuggling into Canada. Right. Uh, well, let's, let's start with the basics, uh, male or female? I'm thinking hmm. female. Okay. Really? So maybe someone who's, um, who and uh, what is their front? Do they act as maybe, are they like the, the head groundskeeper at the resort? Yeah, maybe she was in charge of the resort. Okay. Maybe she was the hostess, but then she eventually became, right. when they were left, the only job left for it was, you know, groundskeeper, basically. Or, so to speak, the only quote-unquote job left. <laughs> she was the hostess, and now she's the hostess. Yes, the exactly. Um, I thought there okay. was this undisclosed owner of this resort who no longer, I mean, he just maintains it for its illegal purposes. I thought that was just, it went bust, 
but the people took it over and kind of used it. Ah, okay. No longer in the picture. Okay. Yeah, we can yep. we can do that either way. Um, no, either no. we I, I like it that way, but also I mean, if we want there to be like a uh, a Jonathan Masters figure somewhere in the background <laughs> that owns the resort that you never no, see. Well, we find that out later. That's, oh, okay. That's, that's, <laughs> that's something that happens that's later. Season okay. eight. That's season eight. Okay. <laughs> that's yeah. good to know. <laughs> that's when they go to the comic books and start revealing everything. That's right, when they go in right. and they're digging deeper and deeper because they need more ideas. Right. <laughs> because the show is only supposed to run for like five seasons. <laughs> okay. What do we think about for a face for the Mounties? Yeah. Male, female? I think male. Definitely, yeah. I think male. Yeah, okay. but I think there are two major Mounties here, and one's a male and one's a female. Oh. Okay, so you want to that do works. basically the X-Files thing with them? A little bit. Okay. And do they always work together, or are they kind of working in... You know, separate but together. You know what I mean? They're undercover, I think, so yeah. you don't always see them together. Right, right. That's but, what I was trying to get at. Is they're not seen as a couple. They're seen as one person and another person. They could be seen as a couple, actually. Come to think of it, that would be a good cover. cover. Yeah. Mm. So, are they newlyweds that are come here to ski, start up a business? <laughs> 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 Maybe they run the general store, or, or they could like that little old couple that. Or they could. Uh, be trying to start a new logging company, something hmm. like that. Maybe, well, yeah, and they'd they'd bash up against the loggers' union probably at some point. Um, yeah, which is uh, if if they wanted to do that. Well, um, but that's possible. Did logging, but oh well, yeah, that's true. Like, <laughs> I haven't really done any logging, <laughs> but that can lead to some nice awkward moments. <laughs> so two possibilities strike me immediately uh, as far as doing stuff with the logs. Right, they could be masquerading as biologists or uh, botanists, essentially, possibly even members of uh, environmental group of some kind that are down there to do some sort of tree study type thing. That's one possibility. Another possibility is that their cover is that they have some sort of business involved. Involving doing something with the trees, but I'm not sure. I know there are businesses out there. There are small businesses out there in the world that do things with trees, but for some reason they do not come to mind. Well, it could be syrup. Mm. There is a big syrup thing in Maine. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that would actually... And the funny thing is, because they're from Canada, right. they could actually get the equipment they need. So maybe their front is that they have some sort of a, a thing where they're harvesting syrup for, well, not for Canada, but maybe it's uh, it could be for some sort of independent business thing. They have some sort of shipping thing that they do. Maybe it's an internet business that they run out of their quote-unquote home, which is actually their listening post. Something like that, maybe? Sure. That would be good. Yeah. That way, at some point, one of the agents takes that business more uh, more, more, seriously. Se- more seriously than than the actual job of finding out what's going on. And yes. <laughs> there, and there is actually, in Quebec, there is a strategic syrup reserve. Ooh. Just, just saying. Just, yeah. That's a real so, thing. We may actually later on be tempted with <laughs> by the thought of smuggling syrup back, back into, into Canada. Canada. See, I knew maple syrup was going to come into this sooner or later. And I definitely think that the groundskeeper slash manager of, of the resort needs to be uh, involved in trying to get into a relationship with one of the, the agents. The ma- oh, okay, one of the agents. Okay, I like this. I like this a lot. Now, which agent will determine what channel we're on, too? So ah, yes, yeah. I see. Very true. Very true. <laughs> well, we can uh, we can play with that. And the funny thing is, we don't really need to we don't really need to create plot elements with that, so to speak. So I mean, we can just sort of let that happen in the natural way it does on the internet. <laughs> now she's going to be getting interested in the falconer. It's entirely possible. All right, let us start naming things. Okay, we have a ridiculously long list here. 
I'm just going to go straight down the list that I have here. It's in no particular order. Dr. Moreau. <laughs> what do we want to call Dr. Moreau? Ooh. First of all, is Dr. Moreau male or female? Male. Okay. I, yeah. I see him as male. A so male guy uh, is sort of a uh, has his farm. He does taxidermy. Yep. Does he have an Igor that's a female? He might. He, he easily could. He could have a series of Igors, just depending on what's necessary. <laughs> He could have a series of Igors that he he makes in his lab. His Igors change every season. So yes, that that could. They're that female and they change every season. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's entirely. That, that's wonderful. It could be like uh, the first sometime during the first season they changed actresses and to explain it they said that no the previous model actually had to be put away so he had to make a new one. So that's yeah. entirely possible. All right. So his name. What do we want his name to be? Be a weird one. Now is when I to the Google to the, the behind the names. Yeah, behind the name. So, I think yeah, maybe this is like, Jacob. Jacob's a good. Oh yeah. First name, right? Yeah. I actually have a book of names that has strange surnames in it. If I can find the, uh, unless we want a particular nationality, I can try to find here. Well, we don't want to get, like, mythological, maybe? We could. What are we thinking? I don't know. Do you want want something from, like, say, Norse mythology or Greek mythology or... Let's try. Mm, Yeah, actually, he could be be like like Fenrir's son. Hmm. Sort of son of Fenris type deal. Sure. Would be appropriate, I think, for a maker of monsters. Right, I was thinking along that line, yeah. Jacob Fenrisson? Yeah. That works. Okay. What should we call the gliders? Are they just called the gliders, or is there something we call them? Horned white squirrel things. Fuzzy death. (laughs) (laughs) Fuzzy death from above. Fuzzy white death from above. Fuzzy white death. Do the wraths, wraiths, wraths, or um, apparitions, maybe? Uh, Ooh, so like... Uh, something along that line, something... Like wrath gliders, or something. Or ghosts, I see what you're going for. Like yeah, a, I'm going for a ghosty kind of poltergeist. Do the thesaurus. Uh, shadows. Let's see. Apparition. Demon. Devil. Devil gliders. Devil squirrels. Devil squirrels, eh? I'm sure that's what some people call them. Yeah, vampire squirrels. <laughs> Vampires. Rev- Revenants. Yeah. <laughs> I love that word, but that doesn't work here. Ooh, specter. Specter squirrels. Specter is good. Ooh, Arctic specter. I would almost go with that, except it's not technically inside the Arctic Circle, I don't think. Uh, or, so then, winter specter. Yeah, we could go, yeah, winter specter. Um, Ooh, I, no, I wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. Winter, winter Flying specter. squirrels are known scientifically as pteromini, so you've got a pterodon kind of thing going on in here. So like winter terrors? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Maybe. It's kind of vague, but... Winter I should whites. E- winter whites. Actually, winter whites isn't bad. That's, W-H- that's not bad. What the hell do you spell that? Uh, W-I-G-H-T. Yes, yes, yes. Do we like that, winter yeah, white? winter white. Yep. I like that. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. Winter whites. They're really only white on the underside. They're gray yeah. on the outside. Well, and the funny thing is, it's actually spelled W-I-G-H-T, so yeah, it's but, as in the ghost. But yeah, and then some people call them winter whites, and some people call them devil squirrels, or horned gliders, or what have you. But if yeah. uh, in the in the series Bible, they'll be referred to as winter whites. Um, and a white is so, a reanimated corpse, yeah, which yeah, ties yeah. into the Dr. Moreau character. That, does, yep. that works. Yeah, winter whites. Okay, so, uh, and Dr. Moreau only refers to him as these, correct? Or does... Either that, or that becomes the most popular way to refer to them for some reason. There you go. At, we, at some point. Do we think that Dr. Moreau 
realizes what he's done and is trying to put the genie back in the bottle. Maybe, I think maybe maybe eventually. He's yeah, trying maybe. to he's trying to build something. He's trying to build a predator for them. <laughs> oh, sure. you know, uh, you know, let's build something bigger and worse. That's yeah. So the, uh, the to take care of the terrors, you know, nothing the, bad could come of that. Exactly. The, the colonization of Australia method. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure he's working on something. I don't think we need to worry about what it is right now. But I think it has to do with owls. Just saying. Yes. There you go. Owls are the night great night hunter. Yeah. 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 I'm sure that. So yeah. great. So we so we have owl bears to look forward to. That <laughs> yes. <way>. Yeah. <laughs> bears. <laughs> I, you know, I'll write it down. Okay, I'll write it down. Just I'll, keep it in, I, keep it in his little hat there. Put it in your pocket. Write it down here. Put uh, in the, it. Uh, it's at the end of the list. Uh, so the uh, the smugglers, do yes. they have a specific name that this group is known by? They do not have to, but uh, I just want to know: do they? Obviously, I'm speaking of to the uh, to their customers. They ref- their their customers refer to them as X. Now, that could be anything from a specific name of a group, or it could just be, you know, what's-her-name's group. They could refer to it by the name of the I leader. Something like Borderland Excursions or something like that. Ooh, nice. Well, Borderland Excursions could be the name of the resort. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. That's their, um, that's their cover. Yeah, that's Or their... you could call them, like, the Borderlanders. Yeah, something like Borderlanders. that. Borderlanders, yeah. Actually, yeah, that's a thought. Maybe the resort is called Borderland Excursions, mm-hmm. and the smugglers, their sort of nickname is the Borderlanders. Do we like yep. that? Yeah, yeah, very much yeah, so. Yeah, that works. Nice, okay. nice run on. Because that, that was coming up next on the list anyway, so mm-hmm. the resort, are we good with the Borderland Excursion Resort? Mm-hmm. Sure. And spa. Oh, there and you spa. go. <laughs> yes, and spa. Yeah. And ski resort and spa. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, Borderland Excursion, Ski Resort, and Spa. Awesome. I can see we have a we have a, a massage shop in town. There's like you know a hundred people in town, and they they have a masseuse. I don't know. I see it. <laughs> well, um, maybe one of the mail order prostitutes. Yeah. No, it's a masseuse out that and does palm a reading and fortune telling. <laughs> okay, <laughs> has all those spice. Yeah. So basically takes care of all the woo in one place. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. The ooze that Dr. Fenrison discovers in his backyard Mm -hmm. uh, amongst the circle of stones. Do we want to call that something? Oh, yeah. I don't know where this comes from, but what jumped to my mind was the black blood of the earth, but I don't know where that came from. Um, Well, sometimes people call that oil, but I like that. How do you guys feel? I have no problems with that. I just want to know where... That sounds good. The earth's black blood. I, I was just trying to find where maybe... I'd read that before, but yeah. Somebody's calling coffee that. But. <laughs> that too. <laughs> well, I think eventually there must be an episode in which the townsfolk are served this in their coffee. But that's, Oh, uh, God, no. That comes later. Uh, <laughs> creepy. The lake beast. The false lake beast. <clears throat> and this is one of those lakes that probably crosses up into Canada, because mm-hmm. that's the one the smugglers use. Okay. Do we want to just pick a lake and, and name it? <laughs> the lake name noun. <laughs> the the lake the, name terror. Deep Lake Terror, yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, this is a map of North Carolina. That's not going to help me at all. <laughs> Let's zoom in on Maine, shall we? Seems as though they've kind of cut it so that there are no lakes that cross over. Uh, okay, so probably not that. So do we want to use a real lake or do we want to make a lake up? I think we're making uh-huh. one. Shall we make a lake? Sure. No, there's there's Depot Lake and pa- uh, Paisley. Oh, Presley. Presley Lake. Ooh. 
the Presley Lake monster. Mm. The Presley Lake terror. Yeah. Did they? I I know this is can't be the case, but uh, if they named that lake after Elvis Presley, then it must happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we could use Moosehead Lake. The Moosehead Lake terror. Yeah, Moosehead is by far the largest. It yeah. is. Yes. Yeah. And we, it inter- interconnects with a lot of stuff, and can even possibly reach the border. Do we want to use Moosehead Lake? Yeah, let's use Moosehead Lake, because that's closer to our 100-mile wilderness reserve area. Yeah. Okay. Would- yeah, this is, and again, this is a vague kind of, you know, fictional town, so mm-hmm. you know, we can put it wherever we want. But mm-hmm. uh, Okay, so this is the Moosehead Lake, the, the Moosehead, Moosehead Lake Terror, or the mm-hmm. Moosehead Horror? Or- Loch Ness Monster, huh? We don't want to use the, what is it, Sabumuk Lake? Maybe that's where the real monster is. Yeah, there you go. Where, where, what's this other lake? S-E-B-O-O-M-O-O-K. Sabumuk? It's just north and west of Moosehead Lake. It's a big kind of... Oh, of Moosehead. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, Sabumuk Lake. Yes, well... That's where so, the real monster is. So in Sabumuk Lake, is, <laughs> is the unmentionable thing lies. The Sabumuk lies. I don't know, whatever we want to call it. I think that's Sebamook. its name. Sabumuk. Yeah, I'm sorry? I think that is its name. Yeah, the 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 Sebamook. He yep. just named it after the lake that he put it in. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Sure, that works. And so we have the Sebamook, and we have the uh, the Moosehead Lake Terror. And the locals call him Mookie. Mookie. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like a couple of people have made friends with it. It's fr- it ended up friendlier than he wanted, and so he has kind of abandoned the experiment for now. Well done. And so they've got this horrifying flipper thing basically out in in the lake that they feed. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh. uh, yes. Until it turns, but that'll that'll be its own thing. Okay. Oh, weird. There was a oh. prisoner of war camp at Sabamook. That even better. <laughs> there, there will clearly be a lot of stuff to play with if we revisit this. At some point. What? What? War? Um, do, do we really want to know? I think is the no. other question. So let's see. The Mounties. I don't think they really need a special division name or anything. It's just basically in, you know, the, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police that mm-hmm. this is talking about here. Oh, weird. We could even bring the Nazis into this. There were Nazi <laughs> prisoner of war. We, we can have Nazis? We can have Nazis. My God, man, why didn't you tell me this before? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll share the Sabumu. <clears throat> so it was a Nazi war camp. Well, yeah, they, that's yeah. just too scary. That's funny. They, they put all the Any Nazis. opportunity for Nazis has to be seized. You realize this. Is prison of World sure. War II. Rommel's Africa Corps, the German elite, were brought to Boston by boat in March of 44. Okay, well, so we'll have a uh, a footnote that there is that uh, old prisoner of war camp there. And, that and some we of could them pretend- got out. Uh-oh, some escapees. Yes, there may be a Nazi escapee, very old man now, who is communing with the Sebamuk or something. Okay. <laughs> Or has some connection with Dr. Fenrison, who probably would, because the guy's name is Fenrison. Yeah, we got the Germans there. And, the... yeah, and you've got the, you've got, because you've got that whole Valhalla angle in yep. there. Ah, yeah. good, excellent. I'm glad we were able to tie the Nazis in. I feel much better now. So, um, Mookie, so now that we have Mookie. So now that we have Mookie, <laughs> uh, we, uh, we are back to the Loggers Union. Is there a uh, name we want to throw on them? Oh, this should be easy to find. Bye. Well, I, I mean, it just basically, we just, I, I would say, number oh. TH local. Oh, yeah. Northwoods, so NW. NW208. Local. There you go. 
NW208 local? Yeah. That one's easy. That's low-hanging fruit there. So let's see. The hunters don't really have an organized group, per se, I don't think. Yeah. Um, So we don't really need to name them as a thing. The trapper, however, that we've been talking about, we do need to name. The guy who is maybe that uh, that ex-park ranger that had been hired originally as part of the resort and then went off wearing lots of furs and gets mistaken for uh, a Yeti every now and then or a Sasquatch and sometimes delivers animal corpses to Dr. Fenrison. First of all, is this a male or a female? I think male. Male, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very tall guy, too. I can so see. basically, a, a guy who's big enough to be to be able to possibly be mistaken for a Sasquatch when yeah, he's we're, wearing... we're talking like seven foot when he's wearing all his boots and furs and stuff like that. Okay. No, I'm thinking uh-huh. he's more like uh, the Russian dude that fights Rocky. Uh, oh, uh, Dolph yeah. Lundgren? Dolph Lundgren, yeah. So a, a type of person that could be played by Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. yeah. Do we want to give him a Russian-sounding name? Or is he more of a just, you know, a main person? A mainer? Uh, mariner. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, it's I, I'm assuming people from the main area are going to be more kind of Norwegian. Yeah, but, Scandinavian. Uh, Scandinavian. But I mean, we can go with I'm Russian. Sven. There you go, Sven. Sven. Shall we go with Sven? Okay. Sven. Do we have a surname? Let's see. Make your own. It says Sven. Leof. Oh, there you go. Leof. Leof. Leofson. Leof, uh, second part, Leof, uh, Leof Wolf, Leof Fear, Leof Firth. Leof Ski? Leof Ski. <laughs> now, of course, that, now we're drifting back toward Russia, but uh, yep. we, 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 could, we, we could make it that weird. It could be a, a uh, he, he, could, he could be from two different places, so uh, uh, Sven Leofsky. Yeah, uh, shows his, his shattered identity type thing. That's why he's a loner. Sven Leofsky, okay. Sven Leofsky. A Russian-Norwegian. Yep. The Falconer. Crazy Falconer, who who I think we just threw in for flavor. We don't really have them doing anything per se, I, but I think they, they rally be, the hunters. I think he should be an escaped Nazi. Really, I do. <laughs> I do. Someone descended from an escaped Nazi, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Since it's set in present day. So we could have, like, yeah, the child of the guy hanging out by the Sebamook. Mm-hmm. Um, unless, so, unless he's into the arcane, too. Maybe, maybe. Long could be lived. someone long-lived. Could have partaken of the ooze, perhaps. Ooh. Um, Nice. If we want to make them a bad guy. I don't know. With crazy no, people, you can go in a number of directions. They, they could be... Uh, oh, that's true. It didn't make them evil. It just... Maybe, yeah, maybe they've seen the ooze. Uh, is this a uh, male or a female? Again, another male. I, I know I always ask this question, but I ask it with good reason. I say another male. What shall we call him? Mm, Helmut. <laughs> Kurt. Bernhard. Volker. Dieter. Dieter? Sure. Ah. Dieter. Yep. Dieter. Yeah, it's been long enough since that sketch aired on Saturday Night Live that I think that we've, <laughs> we've hit the point of... Uh, now it's the time on Sprockets when we dance. We still remember it, but I think it's hit the point of... Uh, Warrior of the people. Hmm. Diminishing returns on that one, so I think we can... Derived from the traumatic. So Dieter... What is Dieter's last name? Lustig. What's the first name again? Metzger. Dieter. Oh, Dieter. Dieter. Dieter Roland. There's, that's, that sounds good. Roland? Yeah. R-O-L-A-N-D? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a falconer anyway. He probably just goes by the first name. But Roland is good. I don't know if that's German, but we, we'll go with it. It is. It is. Okay. Oh, really? German, French, yeah. German and he's, uh, this, a crazy this is a, German falconer with one eye. No one really worries about yeah, what his name is. This is if there's anywhere you can get away with strange, mismatched uh, surnames, it's this setting. Peter hey. Roland. Okay. <clears throat> I have a good name for the masseuse, Noah. <laughs> Noah. The masseuse's name is Nola. No, Noah. N-O-A-H. Noah. 
Just one name. Yeah. I think that's all the masseuse needs. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you like the masseuse, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> what do you have against her? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, no, no. It's on the list now. So the guide, the incredibly normal guide. Right. The one in town. Steve. Steve. There you go. <laughs> I can't think of a more normal name than Steve. Steve Jones. Oh, there you go. Steve Jones. Yep. Steve Jones. Sold. A very normal name. His wife is name is Betty. <laughs> Steve Jones, husband is to Betty. Is now. Is now. <laughs> he is now. <laughs> And, uh, but she might be a beard, so we may have to hook. Yeah, up. okay. Actually, yeah, that's his secret. Actually, yep. <laughs> not really much of one, but there it is. And she's wheelchair bound. Oh, <laughs> uh, awesome! So what happens like when he goes out on like long it. excursions? Oh my gosh! And it's a long time. What do we want to name the sheriff? Is sheriff male or female? Well, we can go think, with female. I actually think a female sheriff might be interesting. Okay. Yeah, all the leads are done by female. That'd be interesting. Uh, I'd be. Is there? Does anyone object to that? Or no, not at all. all. Emma. Okay. Emma. Emma. Okay. Emma Thorne. T H O R N E. Okay. I like that. Sheriff Thorne. Yep. Sheriff Emma Thorne. She's a thorn in my side. Damn it. <laughs> okay. Now we have Sally's ice creamery and <laughs> <Yeah>. undertaking. <laughs> what do we? What do we actually want to name? Is that? Is that? What, is that the name of the place, or do we yes. want to? Uh, yes. I just want to. I wanted to double check and make sure we got all of the businesses in there we wanted to put in the title. So it's. Yep. Well, is it Sally I, or? I is sort it? of see that maybe they're all. It's like a block, and like yeah. on the backside is the. <laughs> And so Sally just walks through the store, you know, over to the mortuary on the other side of the building, really. But okay. you have to walk around the block to get to, yeah, to the mortuary. So we have Sally's Ice Creamery and Mortuary. Is that the whole title of the thing, or is there anything else in there? That well, we no, need I thought there was, a, there was some sort of... Calculate. There are other businesses, yes, but I needed to figure out if it was... Do we put that in the title of the business? Oh. Is it because they, we said there's what? There's a drugstore and there's a... Uh, I see the sign as... as you know the ice cream, and then they've just tacked on, and like, <laughs> yeah, and they keep tacking things on. That's what I see. Yes, I, I can so see Ellie's that. ice creamery cafe because that's what it was. Yeah, cafe. Ice creamery cafe, <laughs> drugstore, mortuary, mortuary. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and it's like the central gathering place in town. <laughs> yeah, their town awesome. hall meetings are there. That would be cool. In the mortuary, I love it. You I love it. Okay. So, What's her last name? Oh, yeah, that's right. We have to... Sally? No, see, I don't think she's Sally. She, oh. <laughs> she doesn't have a last name. She 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 simply oh, is. Oh, Sally was and then passed on, and so this <laughs> other person has bought it. Okay. Right. And right. is now also yeah. called now Sally. Sally. Yeah, she's Sally. But, but that's not actually her name, real name. She's called. Everybody calls her Sally. Though. Everybody calls like, her, her Sally. Name, that's... Her real name is Janet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But nobody knows her last name. It's just, oh, yeah, you're Sally, right? Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, finally, someone gets close to her and she says, my name's actually Janet. <laughs> it's like, what? what? They just call me Sally. <laughs> they kept calling me Sally, and eventually I just gave up telling them that it was Janet. <laughs> that works. I love that. That is wonderful. Okay, so Sally, actually Janet. Yep. <laughs> last name unknown. Unknown. Well, we could say Madison, I guess. <laughs> or she's... Name. No, I, I want to see her going, really, I don't even remember my last name anymore. Right there, yeah. It could be me. another strange thing going on with her, actually, just in the background. There you go. No name is Sally. Janet. <laughs> Janet, so, uh, in quotes. Yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> her name is Sally, in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is, in fact, the title of anyone. Uh, it is actually an ancient sacred title <laughs> for anyone who is who owns that piece of land and does business there. They are, in fact, a, a chosen one. <laughs> they are the Sally of this time. They have some compact with the local Indians that specifies <laughs> Sally gets to live here. Yes. <laughs> that would be wonderful. It's a legal loophole. It's a legal loophole. <laughs> grandfather. Uh, the great grandfather. Changes their name to Sally. <laughs> That's it. Really, if you want to live here, it's low rent. You have all to that be stuff. Sally. Your name's Sally now. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Okay. All right. um, who else we got to name? The uh, the hostess who is the head of the smuggling ring. Oh, I see her as an Anna. Anna's fine. But what's her last name? I kind of feel like uh, going Italian with this. I know. That's exactly what I was yes. thinking, is Italian. I was like, hmm. Surnames. Del Corazzo, Bellacqua, Tecchini, Marchese, Costa, Amato, Zucco. Anna Zucco. Oh, that's kind of cool. Anna Zucco? Didn't we use a Zucco? We might have. I don't know. I can't remember anymore. But hey, that works. I was reading out of the same book, so it's entirely possible. Well, is it a Zuko or just Zuko? Z U C C O. Yeah, Z U C C O. Zuko. Anna Zuko. Do we want to go with Zuko? That works. Sure. All right. The two Canadian Mounted Police. Oh, good. French so the Mounties. Yeah, but they need name covers. Them. So are we going to do their cover name and their real name, or just the cover name? So I think that the cover name is probably going to be the same last name, um, since they're yep. posing as a couple. But they'll have different last names as their real names, probably. Okay. So Joe and Diane Smith. Where are you, Smith? No, we used Jones. We haven't oh, used we Smith. Oh, Jones. You're right. You're, yeah. We want to use Smith? Yeah, Smith's good. Joe and Diane Smith. And then their real names should be of, like, French descent, French-speaking. So they're actually, like, French-Canadian? Yeah. Clebeau. Ooh. Clebeau? Sure. But which one would it be, since they're not really a couple? Uh, how do we feel about uh, attaching Clebeau to the guy? Yep. Alex Clebeau. So what, Alex Clebeau? Mm-hmm. How, do you, how would you spell Clebeau? C-L-E-A-B-A-U-X. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So... And... The female's yes. first name is Claudette. That's cool. Claudette? Mm-hmm. Anybody? No, oh, that works. I'm good Claudette. with that. Okay, Claudette. Claudette Gaston? No. Mm. And that Gaultier. might be here. Gaultier. How about Saint Germain? Ooh. Sure. Claudette Saint Germain. Oh, wow. There's stuff to play with there eventually. I saw that on the list. I was like, yes. Okay, and what is the name of their syrup business? <laughs> Absolutely normal syrup. Uh <laughs> 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 All American syrup. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. Yeah, Smith's All American syrup. <laughs> there you go. Smith's All American syrup. Yep. Smith's Smith. All American syrup. Yep. All American. awesome. Whichever one it is that gets more into the business actually starts making arrangements to have a commercial made and. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All American. It's like got all sort of American iconography in it. Yep. And, like, and the other one's like, what are you doing? Why are you making a commercial? We don't have authorization for the funds for that. <laughs> I like that. Okay. All right. We've only got a couple more things here. Now I'm getting to the things that I added at the end here. So uh, what are we calling the owl bears? Oh, God. <laughs> These giant owl things that Dr. Fenrison is working on. Are we talking the predator for the yes. sugar gliders? Uh, yes, the glider predator. The and Maybe screechers. he does. The screecher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. screecher. I like that. Dark screecher? Uh, 
No, I think the screechers just work. Just yeah. Screecher. Yeah, just... screecher is fine. And at first there's just one. Yeah. And it's like an owl that walks like a man. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> walks like a man. <laughs> Maybe it's about the size of a person. Do we like this idea? <laughs> a man-sized owl? <laughs> That's pretty terrifying, actually. actually. Yes, I think we should do that. Okay, Screecher it is. Sold. Okay, what do we want to call the town? This may be the name of the setting. Dun, dun, dun. Now, we want a town that's not really there, right? We're right. making up our own town name? Yes, we're right. creating a town. There are okay. really no towns in this area. I know. Paradise. And that that's the point, really. Yeah. Um, let's Paradise. see. Or Nirvana, or... I'm trying to figure out what kind of trees there are in the uh, Hundred Mile Wilderness and see if we can riff off that, maybe. Oh. It doesn't actually say what type of trees it is. Hmm. I'm sure it's probably mostly pine. Correct. It's They're always going to be, yeah. A lot of pine. Mid-pine. Mid-pine. Valhalla? Uh, Ooh. <laughs> Do we want to no. get that obvious? No. Remember, this I think is we... supposed to be like a normal city and nothing's going on here. Oh, yes, right? that's right. Uh, <laughs> so, There's uh, a hell of a lot going. Oh, see, there is a Greenville up there. There you go. So maybe this is, uh, could this be just like Pineville? Pinewood. Pinewood. Pinewood works good. Pinewood or, or Pineville? Pinewood Hills. Pinewood Mountain. Pinewood Cove. Pinewood Cove. Ooh, I like that. There you go. That works. All right. Now, my question is. Do we also just name the setting that? Is it going to be Pinewood Cove? I would like to throw in my two cents, and we call the setting Sally's. <laughs> <laughs> Either Sally's Ice Cream or Did Sally's Cafe. Drug story <laughs> <laughs> that would be my two cents. To call uh, Sally. I almost would. I, I almost want to do that, but I'm I'm just a little hesitant. <laughs> Sally, I made a mistake. And I loaded the embalming fluid into the milker. <laughs> I want to see this show. <laughs> Don't drink that milkshake. No. There needs to be another Twin Peaks type show. I think that's really what we're. But this is an unconscious desire. We're this is like Twin right. Peaks and um, and uh, Northern Exposure. And a- yeah, kind of. Yeah, sort of uh, mixed into it, mixed in a horrifying blender with a bit of Lovecraft, <laughs> with a little um, bit of X Files. Yeah. At first, I was thinking it was going to be something like glider season or something. It's <laughs> um, a little too obvious. But Pineville's fine. But I just I can't resist calling not calling Pineville. Sally. Sally Pineville or Pinewood? Did we Pinewood. say? Yeah, sorry. Pinewood. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and there we have it: the setting of Pinewood Cove. Yeah. Uh, Got another one. Another one in the can. If you folks out there and listening uh, in podcast land would like to make use of Pinewood Cove, and uh, it doesn't have to be a TV series, it can actually be in books or games or whatever you want, feel free to do so. All you have to do is credit the podcast. Uh, David, thank you very much for stopping by and sharing this with us. We thank very you much very much it. for having me. This has been wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has been this has been a thing. <laughs> it is a definite thing. Yes. <laughs> this has been a great thing. I don't know exactly what type of thing until I wake up from the nightmares, but we'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> but a great very and wondrous stuff. Thing. Very good stuff. So, folks, be good, be evil, or be something. We will catch you on the flip side. Take care. Good night, though. Good night. Good night. We are out.
Thank you for listening to Crucible of Realms. Do you have comments or a question? Have you used one of our settings? Tell us about it. You can contact us at podcast at crucibleofrealms.com or leave a review for us on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. Or if you'd like to contact one of the hosts individually, you can find our emails on the website at crucibleofrealms.com. The Crucible of Realms podcast and all settings created on it are released under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported license. All music was composed and performed by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. <laughs>